Welcome to Sales Velocity TV, where we pull back the curtain on how the top businesses in the world sell more with less resistance. Bringing over 50 plus years of combined sales experience and over 100 million in revenue generated, please welcome the hosts of Sales Velocity TV and two incredibly entertaining gentlemen, Andrew Cass and Aaron Parkinson. Welcome, everybody, to episode two of Sales Velocity TV. I'm loving that intro more and more by the week, Aaron, because uh, I don't know. I love the last part, two entertaining gentlemen. It's just such a compliment. I, I was going to say, you only like it because she calls you entertaining. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's something to live up to. We can make the show fun, but we can also be super instructive. And today we're talking social. And social media in business, to me, is like a foreign language to most business owners. It's like, I know I need to do it. But how do I crack that code? And we're going to show you some frameworks on how to crack that code here today because there's a way to play the game and a way not to. And I know you know what I'm talking about. It's going to be a fun one today. How are you? I'm doing amazing. And I think that uh, this is a really important topic because I think most uh, most people view social media as a have to. They don't realize it is likely the most profound sales generating channel on the planet today. Could it be the most confusing marketing media of our time? It, it is both. Right? It is A, the most confusing, most daunting, but, almost like going to the dentist for most businesses <laughs> to yes, address it. I think so too. But once you figure it out, you're like, holy smokes, I can't believe I haven't been doing this the whole time. Yeah. And there's a way to do it and a way not to. And you know, the analogy I like to give is that when you think about social media, I, 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 I think in terms of the big three, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at least today, those are the big three players, right? And when we think back to what our world was like pre-cable, we had three TV channels, ABC, NBC, and Fox. And that was pretty much how the game is played. So you can mimic that strategy of being very present on the big three, like big companies and small, even small businesses were back in the day, on the big three TV channels. Because if you understand the dynamics of social media, it can function for you very much like TV, meaning... It can give you unbelievable visibility, but the big difference is, and I've heard you mention this before, Aaron, is that the difference between social and TV is that social is way more personal and obviously way more interactive, and you can engage immediately on the platforms versus TV. It's sort of like you're behind the wall of commercials, right? Absolutely. I mean, just it's about shifting the mindset of the business owner. You know, everybody wants to be on on television. Everybody wants to have their their business on the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong, television's awesome. But imagine if television, when your commercial was played, if one of the people watching your commercial said, hey, I have a question about your product. If you could instantly respond back and say, here's your answer, Mr. Prospect, uh -huh. would you like to buy now? That's essentially what social media is. Right, right. Hey, listen, before we get started, I got to show you these new these new pictures I got from my office, right? Because we're, 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 you know, we're talking today about, check this one out, right? So we have, we have execution. Can you see that one, buddy? I can. Okay. We have, uh, we have a little urgency, and there's, I'm going somewhere with this, right? We have a little urgency, and then we have a little, my favorite, grit. Grit. These are the big three of what's going in my office, by the way, this week. But today, we're talking about execution, and we're talking about executing on social because, like I said in the beginning, there's a way to execute and a way not to execute. There's a way to execute in such a smart way that it can totally transform the way you do business. There's, a, there's another way to execute in such an unsmart, unthoughtful, unstrategic way 
that you'll probably want to run and, and hide and never be on social again. So we're going to help you distinguish between the two. And we're going to talk about these frameworks, Aaron. I think you agree with me that the biggest roadblock of all really is, well, what the heck do I do, say, post, publish, and not look like a fool, not feel weird? Um, how do I do yeah. it? Do I do it in the form of a show like you guys are doing now? Do I do, do, do I shoot video? Do I not shoot video? So I think, I think that what happens with most things in life is that when there's so much unclarity and a lot of different paths, we almost end up taking no paths, right? So we sort of get this deer in headlights moment. And I think that when you get through this next 30, 45 minutes or so, you're going to be really clear on how to tackle this and how to do it in a very strategic, thoughtful way. Yeah, there's a, one of my favorite sayings is the confused mind says no. Yeah. And I think that that's what's happening with a lot of business owners right now is they they know because they're told every single day your business needs to be on social media. But because they're confused as to what to put out, they just kind of do the bare minimum or nothing at all. Yeah. And, and I think the other confusion point is they just say, hey, we just need to post stuff. And that's the yep. end of the strategy. We just need to post stuff and feel like they confuse activity with accomplishment, right? The activity of posting stuff, but where is it going? It's, is, it, is it doing anything to the brand and to the business? And interestingly, we used to live in an age where we got Googled as business owners. People want to learn more about you. Even personally, they Google you. I think it still happens to a degree today, but now you get socialed. They social you. Where is he or she on Facebook? How are they on Instagram? Do they do anything with a YouTube channel? What kind of content are they putting out? What are they like? Are they likable? And that can be seen instantly on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So the question for you as a business owner is, how are you showing up on the big three? And if the answer is like, oh, geez, I'm not even really sure of that answer, this is going to help tremendously. Yeah, this, this show is about sales. And people buy from people or businesses that they know, like, and trust. And, and that's what social media marketing is designed to do, is to ensure that people know, like, and trust you and reduce the resistance and the friction exactly. to buying something from you. So we're not just here to talk about posting cat videos and what you know you the sale. Breakfast. Yeah, and Selfies. what you had for breakfast, the, the sale that you have once a month, your offer, all of those things are, 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 are things you can put in there, but there's no structure, no plan, and they don't lead to a lot of sales. What we're gonna talk about is a structure that you can, you can implement immediately that will lead to sales because this is sales velocity that we're talking about. Right. Good point. I'm glad you made that distinction because at the end of the day, it's not just about the activity of being on social. It's about the strategy behind being on social because for some businesses, Aaron, you know, listen, you don't ha have to be on social. There are some businesses that maybe social media is not a platform that makes sense for your business model. It's just like some businesses, TV and radio does not make sense for your business model. It's been tested. People don't engage. It really, it really comes down to your audience, your product, your service is it, you know, is it, is, is it receptive to social, right? I, I think you and I think most businesses probably can find that in, but there's, there's, a, nine, there's a few that, that, that it's just, you know, yeah, you're throwing, it's, it's you're throwing, 90, you're throwing it against the wall and it's not sticking. It's 90 to 95%. Right. So, you know, let's dive into, you know, topic number one for today, which is what do I make? Yeah. Cause that is the single biggest challenge what that comes from yeah. all of our clients. They're like, I know I'm supposed to be on there, 
what do I say? And, mm -hmm. and we could talk about social media marketing for days, you know, because we've been doing this for a long time and there's a lot of different ways that you can handle it. But we want to give you a really simple structure to start off with today. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what we're going to talk about first is your content pillars. What should you make content about? And in order to understand content pillars, we first have to understand that every prospect is on a journey to go from knowing who you are to buying your stuff. And you can overlay that with your prospect has a pain point and your prospect has an outcome that they want to achieve and they, they want to go from pain to pleasure. And in order to go from pain to pleasure, they have to achieve a couple different milestones along the way. And so I want to give you a real life example of this because we do this with businesses all the time. Let's say you've got a weight loss and fitness company, right? Which you used That's to have, by the way. Which I did, so right? You, and you, I intimately, you intimately know this journey. Yes, we, I had a weight loss company with 600,000 users worldwide. Mm -hmm. and, and so somebody is over here in pain, right? Maybe they're overweight, they've got health problems, you know, they're not fit, et cetera, et cetera. They want to go to the place of feeling good about themselves, being fit, looking good naked in the mirror, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? What has to happen to go from here to here, right? Let's just keep it simple. Let's just talk about threes. Three milestones have to be met. Number one, they have to start to work out more. We both agree on that. Yep. Number two, they both have to, they all have to eat better, right? Nutrition. That's number two. Number three, they have to understand how their body chemistry works. They got to balance their hormones, understand their blood system, et cetera, et cetera. If they don't do all three, they're not going to get the result that they want. Right. Right. So that's why there's three milestones here. Every business in the world has a prospect who's in pain mm -hmm. and a prospect who wants an outcome and certain things have to be achieved to go from point A to point B, which couple, we call months. A couple little wins. They need to get these wins along the way, right? Absolutely. They need to – and so when you're, you have a business, the first thing you want to do is figure out – there can be two, there can be five, there can be 10. I'm just going to give you a challenge to figure out what are three milestones that have to happen for your prospect to go from their pain point to their happiness point. Not 10 okay? things, not eight things, three things. No, and the, I think the good things. news is here is that it doesn't have to be many things. It usually isn't. It's usually no, it's a couple key drivers. I've never seen it be more than five to seven, by the way, but no. normally two or three, which is good news. Because yeah, and, a, and you really want to choose – yeah, you want to choose the biggest ones and, and you're going to understand why in a second, okay? So let's look at this example of the weight loss and fitness industry, yeah. right? Work out more, eat better, understand body chemistry, right? Each one of those now becomes a pillar of content that you make bite-sized value-based videos educating your prospect on. Not educating your prospect on your business, your product, your solution. No, no, no. That's where a lot of people make mistakes. Legitimate value given without the expectation of return. And you can see some people out there who do a, a, a remarkable job at this. Yeah. The Rock, Gary Vaynerchuk, 
Brendan Bouchard, I could go on and on and on, where they're constantly just putting out these little tiny bite-sized pieces of value. Mm -hmm. And now that you understand this concept, you're going to start to zone in on what their content pillars on are. So let's go to one of the content pillars, for example. Let's talk about the, the nutrition part of the weight loss and fitness journey, yep. right? You take that pillar and you, and, you, and you just write down five different things that people could do to improve their chances of winning in that particular pillar. So let's just look at example number one. Hey, are you having a challenge with your weight loss and fitness goals and you know that your nutrition needs to be better? Today we're gonna show you one way that's gonna allow you to go from where you are to where you wanna be in a super simple fashion. A tip, okay? right? A Here's, tip. It's a tip, it's a tip, right? It, this can be recorded on your iPhone, on your computer. The production does not need to be amazing. In fact, social media actually likes stuff that looks more raw anyway. And, and so here's how that might go. Um, so what we're gonna suggest that you do is on Sunday, plan your meals, write them down on a piece of paper, know exactly what you're gonna eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if you wanna take it to the next level, actually cook all these things on Sunday, put them in some Tupperware dishes, put them in your fridge, and now, when you're hungry and you're busy, you won't just reach for the fastest thing. You out, you know exactly what you're supposed to be eating. It's now fuel instead of, you know, enjoyment or lack of organization. You just take it out, you put it in the microwave, you eat it, you know exactly what you've put in your body. There's been no diversion from what you're supposed to be doing. This one simple tip can dramatically help you go from where you are today to where you wanna, wanna be. If you wanna learn more about us, visit our website at xyz.com. Right. Okay. There's a real simple example and yeah. we can keep going and stacking these. So that's, and, and by the way, that's a commercial, right? So we talked about the TV analogy in the beginning, right? So that was just a mini commercial without any cost or production value right nope. there. And, and you're creating two things. One, you're creating awareness around you being an expert, around you, your, your business. Number two, you're creating reciprocity. You're giving something away for free. And as humans, we feel the need to give back to people who give us something for free, right? So the more of these we put out, the more you become the expert in your field and the more somebody feels like they owe you something. So when they wanna buy something in your field, they wanna come to you first, mm. right? Another super simple example in that same content pillar would be, you know, here's a simple way to overcome your late night snacking needs, you know, pre-cut some carrots, leave them in your fridge. And at, you know, eight o'clock at night when you're feeling like you want to, you know, reach for a bag of chips or, or a, a jar of salty peanuts, grab the carrots instead. It's already pre-cut. It's put together for you. No thinking involved, you know, for more great tips about weight loss and fitness, visit okay. our site at xyz.com. Mm -hmm. Right. And you can stack these. I mean, Andrew, I'm sure you could come up with one right off the top of your head. You've been a, a nutrition guy your whole life. You know, what is what is one tip you could give for people to improve their nutrition? You, you, are you asking me or are you? Yeah, I'm asking <laughs> you. It's got to be entertaining. I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, I would probably focus on hydration as an example, right? So how do you, you know, how do you stack that? And these are hacks, by the way. So, the, the, you know, a, a big word used today is we talked about tips is hacks. How can yep. you give people little hacks along the way? that bring them closer and closer to using you as a solution, right? So these are little hacks. So maybe a little hack I would give is, you know, you need to drink a gallon of water a day, let's say. So maybe what you do is you fill the whole gallon 
and you kind of have it out where it's visible throughout the day. So you're not grabbing water four or five hours later when you're, when you're, or you're thirsty, you're drinking it because you see it, and you know, you need to do it every hour, let's say. So something like that, right? But here's the thing I want to point out though, Aaron, is people cringe, right? We talked about in the beginning how when they hear about, they have to produce content. It's like, oh my God, I could never do that, right? So the, the mind automatically goes to work on what they could never do. We talked about this last week in, in episode one, right? And, and the other side of that is when people think, you mean I need to take my phone and do a video? So I want to, I want to, I want to diffuse that for a minute because you don't just have to do that. In fact, for most people, that would be met with so much resistance that they would never, ever do it because a couple of things are at play. Number one, you, you need to be somewhat decent on video. You don't need to be a star. You don't need to be one of us. You don't need to be a TV actor, but you can't just get on an iPhone and be a complete imbecile and stumble over your words. There needs to be some sort of articulation about what it is that you're offering advice on. So if you notice people who are doing these hacks and these tips in these little videos or these little shows, they speak pretty well. They have a real good knowledge of what it is that they offer. So they make for a good personality on social or TV. Now, the way around that is what you see right in front of you right now. And I think the biggest X factor for most businesses is when they get a show. And even if you feel like you can't even be on this video here, like we're on a little live stream TV show right now, YouTube, Facebook, right? You can have a podcast today and you could talk this through. So what, what, you know, I just wanted to diffuse the resistance of if you think that the video thing is just too big of a leap for you, then you can pull that back into doing a show format like this, or even pull it back further and not even be on the screen and have a podcast that can do amazing and still share these same tips and hacks, but audio only, show format, or maybe you are the guy who wants to just go out and run around and be on the, you know, kind of be on the go, like, a, like, like one of the names you just mentioned, right? So I just wanted to point that out because there's resistance to the style of the delivery too. Well, I'll, I'll take it even a couple steps further because we have clients all the time that say, I understand I need to do this, but I am petrified of being on camera or I don't go. want my, I don't That's want where my I was face. going with it. Yeah. yeah. Or I don't want my face associated with the business. This it's, yeah. it's not my goal to be the front of this business. So for those people, we have alternative suggestions. There's probably somebody in your business that's a perfectly well-spoken bubbly personality that would love to do that content. Yep. That's another option. You can tap into people in your organization and have them do the content. Worst case scenario, you can go to Upwork and you can hire an actor or an actress that is a professional at shooting these things mm -hmm. and they will do it for cheap mm -hmm. for you and they can be the front person that's delivering this content. Good point. At the end of the day, there's multiple options and one of the options is not doing it and that is not an option. And, and here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up is the businesses that thrive the most today anywhere, not just on social, but social obviously makes this platform, you know, that makes it go faster is when there's some sort of personality component to the business. So that's where we're going here is social is a very personality driven media. TV is too, but not as much, right? So if it's not you, the question is, who is it going to be? Right? I learned from Russell Brunson years ago. He has this three pillar formula too. You need a star, a story, and a solution. So who's the star? Who's going to be the big name? What's the story behind it? And obviously the solution is your product or service that's filling a need in the marketplace. But no star, no personality, tough, really tough today. That's how you meet resistance, right? The whole framework of this show is how do you sell more with less resistance? Well, if you want to sell more, if you want to sell less with more resistance, don't have any personality associated with anything that you do. And that's the best way to do it, right? But if you want to sell more with less resistance, 
you need to really go to work on the strategy behind personalizing and humanizing the business. Absolutely. And, and when I look at this as just sort of phase one of the strategy, knowing where your customer is and, and where their pain is and where they want to go, and even just defining what those milestones are, that alone as an exercise will help you really clearly define your messaging in anything, hmm. right? Knowing what has to happen in order for them to get there. Now, if you take those and separate those out into content pillars and, and build three to five pieces of value in little tiny videos in each pillar and you put it out into the marketplace, if you just put it out organically, when somebody's searching you from one of your other advertising methods, most times they're not just going to buy. Like you said in the beginning, Andrew, they're going to go to Google. They're going to go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. All of a sudden they see some type of personality giving value in these other channels. That might be the straw that breaks the camel's back to allow them to move forward in purchasing. So just having them alone, you'll see an increase in your conversions because you've got more footprint when people are doing research about you. I can't tell you how many people come to me and say, I watched you on this podcast and then I went to your social and then I went to your site and I watched your testimonials and I'm like, wow, how many places did this person go to yeah. do research? Yeah, they, on they went down the rabbit they... hole and that's what they'll do today because there's so many options today. Absolutely. And the great thing is, is they, because I've got enough content out there, they already know, like, and trust me. So most of the sales process is already done before they get to me, right? How much easier is my life when, when they've already consumed all this content about me, they already know how I speak, what my values are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That just makes life so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's really a good point. And it dictates the content that you're going to do too, right? So when you talk about these solutions or these issues, obviously, if you're in a if you're in a, a market, you know where the challenges are in that market, right? Depending on your business, it doesn't make a difference what it is. Your product and service fills a need that's usually a, a problem, right? It's usually somebody's trying to get unstuck. They're trying to avoid pain or gain pleasure, right? That's really the way we're wired, right? So that will dictate what content will be, right? So as an example, our company, Pipeline Pro, we run a software company, Aaron and I, sales and marketing CRM software company, and we came to the marketplace a year ago with a solution that filled a need that nobody else was talking about. What was that need? The need to simplify the fact that most business owners have three, four, five, six, seven different subscriptions, funnel builders, calendar systems, um, you know, CRMs, email marketing platforms, text, and they were piecing them all together like it was a collage of a puzzle and everything was always breaking, we came to the marketplace with one solution, one piece of software that does it all and does it all way more efficiently at half the price. And it was like, bang, you, and, you know, we're all over the internet with that message because it resonates with a huge problem that still to this day exists in the small business and medium-sized business owner space of how do I eliminate the overwhelm of too much tech, which I think is like kryptonite, too much tech, too much tech, too much, too many subscriptions, too many subscriptions, too many subscriptions. We spoke directly to, we still do to this day, we speak directly to that and it hits home. Probably, Aaron, I mean like, like nothing we've seen in years from an offer performance standpoint, frankly. Yeah. And we follow our own processes. Exactly. You know, I have you do content mm -hmm. talking about the different pain points and the different milestones that have to be met in order for business owners to uh, optimize their sales process and reduce friction and make more money. And not only do, does Andrew make those videos, 
but we don't just post them organically on our social media. We actually put advertising budget behind them. Good point. So that's sort of phase two of this is phase one is just putting those pieces of content out. Getting in that habit, right? Yeah. Getting in the habit. But the phase two of it is, you know, you put $10 a day in an advertising budget behind a piece of content and put it in front of your ideal market. You're getting a video view for an average of about three cents. That's your commercial. Somebody's engaging, watching your stuff for three cents. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start to look at, okay, I want to get in front of a, a million people. It's, and the, it's, wrong, only it's the wrong you. thing to say, right? It's the wrong thing to want. It's like when you say to somebody, hey, how much money do you want to make in your business? I want to make $3 million. You throw these arbitrary numbers out there. It's the wrong way to tackle it. You're tackling it like a lottery ticket instead of like a you know, rational, intelligent business owner, right? Where you want to get in front of less people, but more receptive people, like you said, right? And Facebook, by the way, and Instagram, there's never been a time in history where you could target specific interests on those platforms like you can today. It's, and you know it better than anybody because your specialty is traffic and, and, and the intelligence and the software and the tech that goes behind the traffic is, and, you know, we talk about this all the time. It is unbelievable what you can drill down on from an interest standpoint inside of Facebook and Instagram. I mean, you can literally have your piece of content show on the doorstep of the most qualified person on the planet Earth to participate in that product and service. It's never been the case in history. It's so easy, actually. And and and, and we look at, like, let's look at another real life example. Yep. We have a client in Pipeline Pro's name is Matthew Park, right? Good example, yeah. Matthew, great Matthew guy. Park teaches personal trainers. Man, we are giving this dude some serious ah. publicity. He... <laughs> He, he must, he must time, right? I'm, I'm going to get a text, yeah. but he's just a great example yeah. because he, he, he follows instructions and we're friends with him. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, he teaches personal trainers how to 10 X their personal training business. Yeah. What does he do? He targets people who have the job title, personal trainer, fitness trainer, there fitness professional, et cetera, et cetera, in Facebook and Instagram. And three times a week, he puts out a little piece of content, two minutes long about how they can improve their personal trainer business. And it goes out every single week. And I think in the last month we were looking at his stats the other day, it was something like 35,000 people had watched his videos. And the more consistent he is, the more sales he makes. The more consistent he is, the more he starts to put a chokehold mm-hmm. on his space that he's the authority, he's the expert. This isn't about doing it one time. It's about doing it consistently over time because there's out of, out of 100% of people who are going to buy your stuff, only 2% of it are going to buy it right away when they first see it. Exactly. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're the ones who go, oh, it's a no-brainer. But the other 98%, they need to see you over and over and over again mm-hmm. so that when it's the right time for them to buy, right away they go, oh, that person is the authority in this space. I know I, because I've seen them so often. I keep seeing them. Yeah. Yeah. So – To close the loop on this concept, this middle piece, right? What you want to do is you want to find out where are, Aaron, you said three, could be two, could be five. Where are those pain points, right? Yeah. Pain points, milestones. Where are those pain points? Where are those problems in your market that you can just, you know, get out a dock and just, you know, create these little pillars, right? Put these, you know, title them like they're like a chapter in a book and then underneath them in subcategories, what are some of the tips and hacks, that I can start producing. And again, 
on a show, on a podcast, on a video, right? That you'll need to think about is you'll need to think about the tactics behind the strategy right now, but you need to think about them both. And then I think the third piece behind this, the also the other sticking point is consistency. Publishing on a schedule. Again, whether it's you on video, per, per, you know, live production like this, could be you have a video guy come in, you know, you, some, some business owners want to do it super high end, fine, right? You have a video guy come in for two hours once a week and you knock out three or four, or you're the kind of person that grabs the iPhone, which by the way, these new iPhones today, they look like zoom lens cameras the way they, I mean, the quality is out of control. The sound is as good as it gets. Sometimes I don't even know an iPhone from, you know, a zoom lens camera that a guy would shoot at an event of ours, which is again, another you know, it's another piece of the puzzle that, that, that you don't, it's a barrier that you don't have to, you know, sit behind. So what is that platform for you? Podcast, iPhone video, regular video, show like this, live stream show like this, maybe just podcast version. Choosing what is your, what is going to be your delivery mechanism, I think is important, right? It's kind of like in the workout, in the, in the workout field, right? When you say, okay, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to I'm going to go all in on strength training and it's going to be weights or I'm going to go all in on yoga and it's going to be yoga. So that's the modality and then you commit to that modality and then behind that modality is okay, now I'm going to now I'm going to formalize a program. I'm going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's my deal nonstop. It's the same with this, right? It's the gym thing, it's the eating thing, it's I'm going to produce my show, let's say. You and I do it every Friday. So we have a once a week show. But it's one thing that we do among others. I mean, I also shoot two, two to three other videos per week that are demonstration style videos going inside of our software and showing people how to increase sales with it, right? So it's all kind of going to the same place, right? So what is that schedule going to look like for you? And this is the key to everything. It's consistency over time wins the game, right? I always, it always brings me back to, you know, to Bill Belichick, coach of the Patriots, most winning organization of all time. Six or seven Super Bowls, I forget. And he always says, it's just a lot of little things done consistently over time, which equals a big result. He's been saying that for decades, and obviously it pays off. So it's not just doing something big once in a while. It's little wins along the way that compound. It's the compound effect that compound into the big effect at the end of the day. So figuring out your schedule, right? Your publishing schedule, I think, is going to be, well, it's the difference maker as to whether you'll do it or not. Yeah, two, and, right. and, and one thing that I'll say to people um, is that perfection's the enemy of success, right? Yeah. I, I don't want to ruin the end of this movie for you, but you're going to be worse when you start than you are after three months. And after three months, you're going to look back on yourself and you say, oh my God, that looked terrible. I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did this. I can't believe that. Because that makes you exactly the same as everybody else who does this. Mm-hmm. So... If you're trying to make everything absolutely perfect from day one, you'll probably never get started. Good point. Right? Getting started is more important than perfection. Yeah. And then you improve upon it as you go, yeah. like everybody. Imperfect action beats perfect action any day of the week. Being okay with getting out there and stumbling. Hey, didn't we just do a show earlier today that just flat out went offline? Absolutely I crashed. Care. I could care less. I'll just do nope. it again. Right. I mean, think about that. that, That's the mentality, right? The mentality of a business owner, of an entrepreneur. Our audience is small to medium to somewhat large size business owners. Right. When we when we work with clients or when we see members come into our pipeline pearl platform, we tend to see business owners that are either just getting started out under a million or they're two, three, four, five million plus or they're, you know, 10, 15 million on the large size. We don't normally deal with hundred and three hundred million dollar, you know, enterprise publicly traded type businesses. We're more, I guess, medium sized business. Right. 
And the medium-sized business owner, so medium to small-sized business owner, this is where that game almost has to be played today because those bigger businesses have the bigger budgets where they tend to do pretty well on CNBC, Fox News, CNN. They can run the big ads at 50 grand a pop. They can do the big publishing deals. They have unlimited ad budgets to do full-page magazine ads. And that stuff, you know, maybe it works. Maybe it's more of just a branding thing for them. A lot of them are, are not as you know, as strategic as us with more of a direct response approach. They're more of a big, broad advertising approach. But us as small to medium-sized business owners, we have to be what we call direct response, meaning we need to go into a market. We need to leverage the big three, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and tackle it with content. Every dollar matters yeah. in the small and medium-sized businesses. And, and in those types of businesses, connecting with your prospect at a personal level mm. dramatically reduces the friction to the sale. That's the key word right there. Connecting social media in this framework that we're given is the way that you'll connect like never before. But I think you said something important earlier that I want to tackle. And it was the fact that, and we've seen so many offers, we've built many companies, we've done a lot of private client work. And at the end of the day, whatever you're selling, realistically, somewhere in the neighborhood of two, five or 10% will buy now when they see what it is that you offer. If you're absolutely killing it, you're closing at 10%. And again, we're, we're, you know, we're talking about if you're online and people are seeing ads, right? We're not talking about you know, if you're in a live event in a room and you have a 50, 60, 70% closing ratio. They had to get there probably from some sort of advertising. But if you're advertising and a lot of what we do is online, you're probably going to see 5 or 10% of your people buy right away because they like what they see. But what are you doing with – this is my, my biggest question I always ask in a live room and I'll ask it now. What are you doing with the other 90%? And most people go, I never even thought about that. What am I doing with the other 99%? Do I have- Ignoring them. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you've been a buyer of something that, you know, you've been, or you didn't buy something right away and you never were contacted again or followed up with. It's the biggest hole in business today is just follow up and follow through and retention, right? So what are you doing with the other 90%? The beautiful thing about social media today is in addition to having an email list and in addition to maybe you calling them once in a while, you get to continue to be in front of them via social media so that they stay warm. You gave the perfect example of Matthew earlier so that he he stays visible in front of the 90% who got away because they will come back around, but it's rare with all the options and all the stuff coming at us a million miles a minute today that they're just going to come back around and go, you know what? That guy three months ago, I remember him or her. They were amazing. I'm, I wrote their name down. I'm going to remember them. This is how some business owners think that. No, no, no. They have to see you like you wouldn't even imagine possible. They need to see you like crazy to stay in the game and maybe stay in the, in the, in the decision, in the decision matrix. Right. And social allows you to do that. And you know, as good as anybody from a traffic standpoint, that you can actually show ads to people who've clicked on your videos. It's the, it's the click to ad thing, right? It's the audience kind of the ninja tricks that you guys do in the, in the media buying world. Right. It's the ability to show ads to people who've actually clicked on your stuff before. Could be just clicking on a web page and retargeting them, right? Could or, be, or watched your content video. Or watched the video I for even sure ten that, seconds, right? Yeah, I mean, I once somebody watches one of your content videos, you can make sure they see every one of your content videos for the rest of their their life. Isn't that amazing? Right. So you just look omnipresent. You look like the authority because they've engaged with you one time, right? And it's super, super cost effective. Yeah, I want you to deconstruct that for a few minutes. Here is. I put a video on social media, 
Maybe it's a demo of something I do. Maybe it's the tip or the hack in the weight loss area that we mentioned earlier. Just think about what it is for you. And I just get that out there on a small scale to get the ball rolling. And then maybe I do another one on a Wednesday and I get on a schedule of doing a video Monday and Wednesday. And it's two a week and that's eventually eight a month. And now all of a sudden I'm stacking, right? I'm stacking the bricks. You're saying that as those videos get viewed, you can show more of more content to only the viewers versus wasting money on cold traffic, right? Yeah, it's it's one of the things that makes social media marketing so cost effective is that if you if you compare it to television, you go do a commercial, you put it in a time slot, you put it on a network, you put it on a specific show, a million people watch it, you hope some sales are made. And that's if you made enough if you made enough money, maybe you do it again. That's pretty much the only data that you're going to collect from that situation, right? Versus social media, platforms like Facebook and Instagram, they record every interaction with anything that ever happens in their platform. So I can go out and put my video in front of a million people and maybe only 2% of people are interested in watching it, right? So I get 20,000 people out of those million watch my piece of content. Now, instead of going out and advertising to the million again with the shotgun approach, wasting money, mm. I make sure that the next piece of content I put out only gets showed to the 20,000 people who watched the first video because they've already put their hand in the air and they've shown that they're interested by watching my first video. So now I'm going to put my second piece in front of only those people and my third piece only in front of those people and my fourth. And now within a month, those that same group that I isolated out as interested might see 10 pieces of my content. Mm. What do you think – are the, what do you think the likelihood is of somebody who's already shown interest in your product or service buying from you compared to shotgunning it to a million people? Obviously, Infinitely you're going to have better. a significantly higher conversion rate showing it to people who've already put their hand in the air and shown interest. Infinitely better. And here's, I want to piggyback off that too. That next video or piece of content that goes out can say something different than maybe the first one that you did, right? You drill sure. down on these, right? And yeah. You've seen these, right? So if you've been on social media, Instagram or Facebook, I know we have, we know what to look for is how many times have you clicked on something, did some research on a website, and then maybe like a day or two later, you get another piece of content thrown at you that says something like, hey, I just noticed that you were on my website and you were looking at fill in the blank and you didn't necessarily take action on it. What can we do for you? Can I share another tip with you that might help the decision? And you're like, it's almost like they know me. They know my activity, right? So you can actually have these videos. We, we drill down on these videos, right? So we know if you've watched the general video and you didn't do anything, the second video that comes sort of continues the conversation of that's already in their head. You started doing this, but you didn't finish it. So now we're at sort of step B. And as they go into step B and they don't do anything yet, maybe the next video goes, well, you know, I'm kind of getting worried about you now. I've seen that you've been looking around and you haven't done anything yet. And you can chunk down right? You can drill down on the content that you deliver if you get into this game and really deconstruct the puzzle in a big way. It really becomes effective. Yeah. And that's one of those things where we start getting into more the, yeah. the ninja tricks of what we do. And, and, and in, in, if you want to learn that kind of stuff, probably makes sense to have a conversation with us about it. Yeah. We don't want to confuse too much and go too ninja, but I think the concept is there, right? So let's talk about what we talked about, right? We talked about A, knowing because again, the roadblock we talked about in the beginning, Aaron, is I know I need to do it, right? It's like, I know I need to go to the gym. I know I need to eat better. I know I need to sleep more. I know I need to be on social media. It's all that stuff. Well, now that you know you need to do it, how do you do it? And you do that 
by figuring out what are those two, three, four, five pain points in the marketplace that I can start building some hacks and some tips around because you probably know so much about what it is that you do, but you take it for granted and you think that, well, well, because I know all this stuff, maybe nobody really cares too much, but you know so much and it's just a matter of organizing that information in a way that you can put it out on a podcast, put it out on a video, do it on a show like this, et cetera. And then from yeah, there, and, it's and the consistency, right? And that's one more tip I'll give people is when you think about this hack or this tip or this piece of value and, you, and it comes up in your mind, a lot of the times business owners will say, oh, that's too simple. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Or whatever. Nobody knows that. Assume people know nothing. Or they need to hear it them, again, maybe, in a different most way. Know nothing. Right. And so don't overcomplicate it and try to give them like some, you know, crazy, insane hack or stat or feature, you know, because you think that the that that the simple stuff is boring. No, no. It's the simple stuff that's that effective. Sticks. It's the simple stuff that sticks, by the way, because we have so much coming at us today that less is more. Keeping yep. it simple is going to be more memorable. Absolutely. Right? Last thing is the schedule, right? We talked about this. I'll leave off with this is what am I going to do? What, you know, what am I going to put on the calendar? And I always, I'm, you know, I, I come from the fitness world, as you know, it's kind of a passion of mine. And, and, and you, I used to be a personal trainer and I, I still train a lot today. And I, and I take, and I, and I take it really seriously. Like I'm my own client. I had somebody come up to me at the gym the other day, Aaron, and they were like, so I kind of watched your workout and you go through like these different phases and like, do you do that for your clients? And I'm like, I don't really have any clients. I am my client, right? Like I treat my, my regimen in a certain way. However, I also treat the way that I produce content in that same way. And you know this because we're partners, right? You know that I have a set day of the week and I'll tell you, it's Wednesday. I know on Wednesday, I'm going to produce probably about two videos that are demonstration style videos of our sales and marketing software, because I know that those videos will start to surface and there'll be little chunks of content for people that haven't bought yet or tried yet that might put them over the edge because it's one specific little nugget, right? Then we're doing a show like this on Friday, right? Then I might throw in one other video in the mix that's just something about lead generation sales, a tip, a tip, a tip. So I know that I have like these four or five pillars that I tackle throughout the week, but I treat it like the workout regimen. And I know what days I do it so that I can start adding to the list. I don't have to jump on it right now. It just fills the gap, right? If I know I have these two videos to do, well, Wednesday's that day. This is that time window. So I just sort of drop them on the calendar or onto some sort of a doc or Evernote I use, knowing that I got the idea. I just thought of it in bed one night pop it on the calendar because I know on Wednesday, that day that I'm going to shoot, I'm going to plug it in and talk about it at that point. And then what happens is that becomes a habit, no different than getting up, getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth. And now you're like, man, this is now becoming part of my business regimen. I'm not just doing business every day. I'm not just showing up and running my company. I'm actually carving out time to produce content so I can play the big three, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube and treat it like TV. And that's when it starts to become a different ball game, really. Well, yeah, and what you have to think about is that it's not going to all, all of a sudden skyrocket your business overnight. Yeah. You're planting, you're planting seeds, seeds that will sprout and compound and grow and grow. I mean, we have a client right now that they were they were doing about a hundred thousand a month in gross revenue twelve months ago, and and they've been putting three to four pieces of content out per week for a year now, right. and putting a little bit of advertising budget behind it. Now they're doing two point eight million dollars a month 
in revenue. But it didn't happen overnight. It's a compounding effect. Yeah, it's a long, it's a long, it's the long game. And again, that's the last piece of information we'll share that probably most people don't want to hear. Also, right, is that it's a long game. But so is TV, right? If you look back at TV back in the day, TV is one of those things where the commercial had to air every hour, every two hours, on the hour, day in and day out, week in and week out. So fortunately, it's the same model because it's the same psychology. People are people then. People are people now. But it's the repetitiveness of having to show that content. Fortunately, it can be done at such a cheap level at first. Like you said, the advertising money you put behind it comes later. The habit comes first. The strategy and the actual execution, execution. has to come first. Without the execution, without the consistency, then all of it doesn't matter. You're sort of scattered around. So I think in, in, in closing here, Aaron, if you just keep it, as simple as these three little pillars we talked about content, what is it going to be? Well, it's going to, the content that I'm going to do is going to be dictated by the problems that are being experienced in my marketplace. If you don't know what the problems are that people are going through in your marketplace, well, that, that's actually problem, no pun intended. That's problem number one is you can't really play the game all that well if you don't really know what the problems are that are being experienced because people are way more driven to avoid pain than they are to gain pleasure. They avoid pain to get to pleasure, but they're going to be two, three times more driven by avoiding pain than they will be on gaining pleasure. And you need to really know that and speak to that and give out the tips and the hacks in whatever format or, or, or media form you want. And then it's about popping it onto the schedule and just doing it and being okay with it being a little down and dirty at first. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I think we wrap it here. What do you yeah, think? we've given. Uh, I'm a big believer in give something bite size, simple, put it into action, and then layer things upon it at a future time. One of the cool things about this show is Aaron and I have been at this game. When I say this game, I mean sales, marketing, mostly online. We've done a ton of live events. You and I probably collectively 200, 300 plus live events. So we're we're a real good example of both online and offline, and we've seen a lot. I don't want to say we've seen it all because that sounds kind of arrogant, but we've seen close to it all over the last probably two decades. And right now, where we're seeing businesses taking off the most is they, they're, they're, they're understanding how to exploit the social game from a content standpoint and from an advertising spend standpoint. The two, not one or the other, but two, right? And in, in, in sort of building a portfolio of, of, of content on social versus just saying that's not for me, I'm a big boy, only kids play over there. I'm finding that the ones who are rejecting social today, because maybe they don't know what they learned here in the last 45 minutes, they're, 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 they're coming up against the wall a lot because they're running They're going to get of, left behind. Yeah, they're coming up against the wall a lot because they're not, you know, they're running out of advertising media and it's spend, 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 spend. And they're kind of losing out on this, you know, TV style element of social. You agree? 100%. And, and you might have a good enough business to last you into your retirement, you know, five years, six years, seven years. But the customers that are coming up in the younger generations, they're not spending time in the other media sources anymore. So you better get with the plan or you're going to be left behind. You, there's even data that even the baby boomers are on social more than TV. 100%. Or it, maybe it's 50-50, right? But they're there too because they're looking at it like TV and they're looking at it like their media source at, the, at, at this time as well. And who knows? I say the big three right now. Maybe a year from now we're talking and it's not YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Maybe it's YouTube, Instagram, and some other player. But the interesting thing is there's new players coming onto the scene. We talked about this in episode one. TikTok's making a huge run right now. And they're doing it in business. 
Whoever would have thought that TikTok is making a run, there's business owners getting a result over there. We talked about Pinterest. So like we, we'll continue to come back to what's working in the social world. But again, at the end of the day, everything we're going to bring you is how do you condense the time it takes to get someone to make a decision, right? So that's selling more with less resistance. And frankly, the way that you do it is your marketing is so good that people come to you pre-decided, predisposed, pre-sold because they've seen you everywhere and they're like, the trust factor is just kind of through the roof, right? The expertise and the trust factor and the credibility factor, the big three there, are just at another level. And it's like, well, what do I need to do next? That's a great place to be, right? What do I need to do next? Right? Yeah. I, I, no I, push. I clearly, I clearly like what you have. I clearly I qualify to work with you. And I know you can solve my pain. Please take my money. Yeah. Not a bad place to be. Not a bad place to be. So that said, I'm going to wrap it here. We will be back same time, same place, same channel here in the Sales Velocity TV Facebook page, public Facebook page, uh, 11 a.m. Easterns on Friday. Topic to be determined, Aaron, as always, this has been fun. Uh, it will continue to be fun. I do want to make sure we carve out some time to talk football. We're going to be mid-season by next week, and I feel like if we don't talk a little football and you know bring that into the mix, I feel like the show is just incomplete. I'm kidding. Go Saints. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll see you on episode three of Sales Velocity Radio. This one is a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Sales Velocity TV is powered by Pipeline Pro, the most powerful sales pipeline dashboard in existence. Built for business owners who want to see their entire sales pipeline from front to back and hold every stage of it and everybody involved accountable. Take a tour at www.gopipelinepro.com. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.